0: Joe can do cool things, but it's also Joe Al. Right, <laughs> right.
1: A disease with initials. That's the worst kind. A D D is worth is mine. Hi, everybody! It's your GM Alex. Thanks for coming back for another episode of Tuesday Gaming. I appreciate it so much. Hey, here's a fun little fact. Did you know that you can listen to us on Alexa and Google Assistant? Just go up to your nearest Alexa assistant device and say, Hey, Alexa, play Swiss Army Scorpion, and you won't believe what you hear. Play the next episode. Playing 80, the Devatel Gonger. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a hoot, trust me. But in the meantime, why don't you enjoy the very next episode coming at you right now. Episode 83, I Dreamstone of Genie. Shove it up your shithole! Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. So, everybody's in good shape, right? Yeah, I'm fine. No, no. Yeah, by everybody I mean Devoth. Devoth's yeah, is good there shape. There you go. Right? Currently, let's 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 uh let's look at the the rest of the roster. Um Ivan is in another plane of existence. Oh, okay.
0: Oh uh, yeah. I feel a little better because now I actually know where I am. He
1: could be in any one of infinite space infinitely spaced dimensions Cheryl still has four wisdom drain and is currently blind and has two temporary negative levels oh you
0: forgot to add that Ivan's also staggered and fatigued that's true <laughs> just, in another yeah, plane of dimension
1: yeah uh Leon is blind and has one temporary <laughs> negative level and Scram is blind and uh yeah Devoth is he's got a little pep in his step yeah I'm fine so what do you guys do
2: uh, to start things off I'm going to cast uh remove curse on myself to get rid of that blindness.
1: Okay. Uh, I believe that requires another caster level check.
2: Yep, I got a 25 on it which beats the DC.
1: Okay. Wonderful. I so am no longer blind. Leon can see. So Leon, you 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 can see again and uh those specters are all still there, but their their eyes have gone from pure black to pure white. Hmm. But they're still staring at you, not moving, and have unreadable expressions.
3: And they're staring at him? Yes. Okay. Staring at... I'm
2: them. gonna... Well, first things first, I look around and I assume I notice that the kitty is gone.
3: Yes, and
1: I believe Devoth announced to the group Ivan uh, that Ivan got sucked inside the Dreamstone. Yeah.
2: Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn to Devoth. We have to save Ivan. What are we going to do?
3: I hold up the Dreamstone like... I know he's in here somewhere. I just kind of give it a little shake. I just imagine like the sound of like like a cat scratching on the door to get let back inside. <laughs> You're like, "Well, <laughs> the dream's
1: not coming to uh
4: maybe we should take it back to uh uh Bikendi and uh you know, not not present him the stone, but see if there's a way how to take somebody out of it.
0: The actually holding it, he didn't get sucked in.
1: Devoth touched it. He needed to make a will save to avoid the same fate as Ivan. He passed, and he picked it up, and the dreamstone which when it first quote-unquote activated and started shooting off rays of enervation, it was like glowing really bright. And that Yeah, and I remember that uh... glow kind of suppressed a little bit every time Ivan channeled energy. Every time who channeled energy? Sorry, every time Leon channeled energy. And then for the last round after the Lascaldaco died, Instead of channeling energy, Leon tried to heal his blindness, so the stone glowed really bright again, and then Devoth picked it up, and he made his will save, and when it left the pedestal, the really bright glowing went back down to, like,
3: a reasonable amount of glow. <laughs> so it's like a torch instead of a sun.
4: Yeah. I have one questions for out of game. Sure. Would I know through like you know my investigations through the, like the crystal memories, like the the journal? Mm-hmm. Would I know how to like function it if
3: like you know? Or would you have seen any like theorizing about what this might have been? Maybe if you could see
1: and use detect magic on the dreamstone. I would give you a bonus on your spellcraft check to kind of diagnose its functions.
2: you uh, I give a crack at that since I'm not blind. Sure. Do you want to ask me to do it? Scram?
4: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it was your plan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I can't quite see anything that goes on, but, uh, if you can figure out a way how to, uh, activate it, maybe I could describe you through it. Uh, maybe we can activate it together.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, I go over to Scram and I start with a cast of detect magic.
4: Okay. Can I detect magic while I'm blind? I don't know. I think you I think we I think we ran into this problem last week and I think I was able to.
0: It feels uh, like you should though, right? Because it's magic, so you're not seeing it. Like your
2: ah, your
3: sight shouldn't it, affect that. I don't feel. It
2: does rely on line of sight. Doesn't really. How can you have line of sight without sight. Well, uh, no, it doesn't.
3: Detect magic doesn't. It's a 60-foot cone. It says you detect magical auras. The amount and information revealed depends on how long you study a particular area. First round tells you whether there are magical auras in the range. The second round tells you the number of different auras and how powerful the most potent one is. And the third round gives you the strength and location of each aura. If the items or creatures bearing the auras are in line of sight, you can make knowledge checks to determine the school involved.
2: That's where I saw Line of Sight.
3: Right. So he can he can use Detect Magic and say, like, oh, there's something really magical right here, but he wouldn't be able to really identify it without being able to see it. I'll say you can do it. Okay. Uh, I mean,
2: I think it's a cool idea, and I like the idea yeah. of him being able to he, do yeah, like, Detect Magic You can't well. see.
1: Like, well, you can see, but the only thing you can see are magical auras. Right.
2: Scram, do you want to ha- uh, assist on the check, or I, how do you want to do this? I don't
1: think... You can assist on a spellcraft check, but you're both certainly able to make your own individually.
0: Yeah, so... I got a 24. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're not the only two that can detect magic and spellcraft in the group, right?
3: Yeah, Cheryl can, and I can, but mine is functionally useless. I was just saying, I'm
2: I'm more specialized. Like, I specialized for the knowledge and spellcraft skills. That's
3: true.
4: Well, I just rolled a natural one on my dice, so <laughs> oh. uh, I'm relying
2: on Leon for
3: that. That's rather fitting given the circumstances. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's pretty funny. So I got a 24 and I was able to cast detect magic.
3: I might also not
4: have run into the information as well that's necessary so
1: No, you wouldn't have been like this is what the dreamstone does and here's a guide on what to do just <laughs> in case you get sucked into it. But you probably, you know, got some hints and like glimmers of information which is where the plus 2 was coming from. All right, so you're both detecting magic and this thing's magical aura is overwhelming. It's it's almost like having a flashlight turned on like right in your face. It, it, like it takes you a, a second to uh to kind of take it all in. Leon, you rolled high enough. Uh you know that this this artifact you, you You already knew this to an extent. Uh, It used to be an artifact known as the Lens of Revelation, and it had special oracular powers to allow its user to glean visions of the past and the future. You know that its powers have ebbed. It is kind of uh, pretty much a shadow of what it used to be when it was first created, which was thousands and thousands of years ago. And you know that it was meant to be used in conjunction with the Eye of Serenity, which is the chamber that you needed to be blinded in order to enter. Uh, so the that that room itself was kind of like a vessel for the artifact, and they were meant to be used in conjunction. So you know you know that it's not as powerful as it used to be. And then in addition to that, fell magics of sorts have warped its uses. And it is now uh, kind of a receptacle of souls. Uh, And it currently contains multitudes of souls, which may explain the specters that are currently staring at you. You know that uh, it's kind of, it doesn't have a specific use as is. It's just got a lot of like magical potential. Um, kind of like how diamond dust has magical potential for spells like restoration. And as far as releasing Ivan, you are pretty sure that if you smashed it, it would release him.
3: <laughs> Am I holding it still? I think Devoth is still holding it.
1: Yeah, you can. Yeah, you you could you could have known all that without actually touching it. Yeah, it, it had a trap the soul effect when uh, it was on the pedestal, and. Based on your diagnosis, it seems like that was kind of a a side effect of the fell magics that transformed it into its current state. Like, that wasn't an intended effect for it to have.
2: Devoth, I think I know how to free our friend Ivan.
1: Oh, yeah?
3: What do you got?
2: Let me see the dream <laughs> <laughs> I
3: mean, like, I'm tempted to sense motive, but Devoth doesn't really have a reason. Right, so... Yeah, I hand it over. I hand it to Leon.
2: All right, I'm going to do a quick save and then I'm going to smash it on the fucking ground.
1: (laughs) You don't need to save versus trap the soul.
2: Oh, I meant quick save my game (laughs) so that if this was the wrong choice, I (laughs) the first back. Sorry.
3: I thought that was what you meant. Got it, got it, got it, yeah. It's all good, yeah, you save the game. Matt, leave that in.
2: (laughs) Oh, what is? (laughs) I I bash it into the ground.
1: Okay, save file corrupted. And uh, the stone does not break.
2: I had a feeling. Uh no, the, I look at it and go, "Ah, well, that didn't work, but we have to break it." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Devoth's going kind to of rush over. And, and then, and then I shrug. It up like, "What the hell?"
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, we have uh, to break it. That's- so,
1: I'll I'll tell you this stone has hardness 10 and 30 hit points. It also has a break DC of 30. DC 30 strength check will break it or else you need to deal 30 hit points to it, it essentially has DR 10. So, when Leon smashes it to the floor, uh, that probably didn't bypass the hardness, so it's
3: just like... Like,
0: somebody uh, with a big old axe should give it a whack? <laughs> uh fondly.
3: Yeah, well, before that happens, we're gonna go talk to Bekendi. <laughs>
2: so you're going to leave your friend trapped in the mirror instead of freeing him?
3: I mean, for a couple of hours until we get back to Bekendi, yeah. Like, uh, I'd like to talk to Bikendi first, and if we can get him out and get Bikendi out of that fort, then that's what we're going to do. If it comes down to it and I have to choose between giving this thing to Bikendi and smashing it to let out Ivan, I'm going to let out Ivan, but I'd like to check our options first.
2: Okay, I should also let you know that the the mirror, the Dreamstone, is supposed to be used in this room. This room is part of its activation, but it's been severely twisted by dark magic.
3: Hmm. Alright, well... So keep be careful
2: returning this to Bikendi, well, it might be the worst thing we could do.
4: Maybe, uh... Maybe we should check uh the bodies to see if there's uh see if they have like an artifact themselves that might be useful here. Um how am I doing? I am I still
0: blind and down levels? <laughs> I am, right? Oh, or is yeah, the blind the blindness is worn of off by now. No. No? No. Right. No, you
1: and Sh- you and you uh, and Scram are still pretty blind.
2: But I am going to start casting Restoration on Cheryl.
0: Oh nice. What does that you of them
2: negative levels.
0: Oh, sick.
2: Okay, so yeah, it takes three rounds, costs me 100 gold, and completely cures you of your negative levels. All
1: of and them? His... Yeah, so, yes. So so Cheryl is healed of his two temporary negative levels and his four wisdom
0: drain. I'm still blind, is what you're telling you're me. You're still blind, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's my only I affliction? I sorry. <laughs> yeah, you feel a lot no, better just, about it. I'm just making sure that there's not other afflictions that I have that I, d- I just don't even know about correct the
1: only the only thing wrong with you is you're blind
0: (laughs) the only thing wrong with me awesome i praise you alongside for asthma at this point
1: i won't bother rolling because uh your restoration is going to heal this but at this point the if you'll remember uh leon got hit by one of the goldakos claws
3: oh the disease
1: and failed a fortitude save uh, the onset of one minute has now passed, and Leon takes 1d4 Strength and 1d4 Dex Damage, which Restoration will fully heal, but you still have the disease.
2: Dang. Uh, Alright, what do I know about this disease?
1: Did you make a knowledge roll on the Goldaco? Nobody Nobody was able to identify these things, right? Nobody tried. Oh, really?
3: Yeah. Yeah, like Leon was blind the whole now, time. and Now that there are bodies on the ground. Yeah. Make
1: a knowledge religion check.
3: Oh, sorry. He did try to identify them based on the sound alone, but couldn't quite figure it out.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: 23.
3: Okay. Uh, yeah, you
1: identify these creatures as Goldacos. What do you want to know about them?
2: I want to know about their icky poison or whatever it may be. What? That's
1: metagaming.
2: As I cough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so yeah, you know that their uh, claw attacks carry a disease called Seaside Rot. That doesn't sound so bad. It's uh, 1d4 strength damage, 1d4 dex damage. Uh, It's going to tick once per day. It takes two consecutive saves to heal it, and otherwise will never go away. That's what you know about their disease.
2: Well, that sucks, because this thing could kill me very easily.
1: Yeah, unless you wanna drop a hundred gold a day on uh on that uh strength and dex damage.
2: I mean I, I will.
1: You can get rid of a disease with probably a spell that says exactly that. Uh yeah, I don't have any of those. Yeah, there's remove disease is a third level oracle spell. <sighs> so yeah, that's uh that's everything that you guys have going on.
2: I'm just gonna say, um, in our travels DevOps I really need to get to see a doctor. I think I came down with something.
3: I would imagine so with those things. Um, but yeah, Devoth wants to look around the room, just make sure we got everything. Check the the Goldaco bodies, and you know if they have anything. It seemed like they probably didn't, because they were hitting us barehanded and were had you know tied up in rags. But yeah. never hurts to look.
1: Give me a perception check.
3: Ah, fourteen.
1: You don't notice anything. Can I do detect magic around the room? But I'll stop you right there, Scram, because as you guys are kind of like, all right, well, what should we do next? You hear uh, the sound of fluttering wings. It's kind of like echoing in the 80 foot tall chamber above you. And you look up and you see six gargoyles and they are looking down at you, just kind of like hovering in place. And uh, they're kind of like all spread out laterally and vertically. The one who's the lowest is about 30 feet above the ground. Uh, he, says, uh, he says, oh, we, we heard a disturbance from the other chamber and came to see, and we found you. It looks like some of you can't see at all. They're just kind of looking at you uh, hungrily. They, you can see that they all have bows strung on their backs. They say, uh, what are the outsiders doing?
0: I'm not uh, blind. They're... You're blind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the outsiders don't look so good They're whispering to each other Maybe thinking of escaping But they can't escape us I wonder what they will give us To spare their lives
3: I'll give you like the to count of an inti- three Before I-, I bury an axe in your foreheads oh, but- I'd like to also intimidate them
0: I'll Go ahead and roll intimidate I think my new plan is to have a Mr. Magoo situation where I got a seven? I'm just blind but I succeed so i
2: got a total of a 24 on my intimidate
3: and devoth got a 38 nice Ah,
2: ah, ah. i'm totally assisting (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) it was a good intimidate check devoth but the verbiage leaves a little to be desired they all kind of laugh and they go the the big stupid one thinks that we're going to go down there but we will just kill them from up here and they all take their bows out
3: that seems unfair I can't even see. Everybody roll initiative. Uh, wow. Also a question um, for Devoth. Am I still large or ha- can I assume like three minutes is fast?
1: Yeah, it's probably safe to say that your enlarged person is worn off by now.
3: Okay.
0: Scram. Uh, Eleven. Devoth. Twenty-two. Cheryl. Ten. What's your modifier. One.
3: Leon. Ten. Witcher
2: modifier. Six.
1: Okay.
3: First up is Devoth. All right. Yeah, Devoth is going to pull out his potion of placebo effect and walk over to Scram. Okay. All right. Nice. All
1: right. It is the gargoyle's turn, and uh, they're not going to attack you yet. They they continue to laugh and go, (laughs) I wonder what they will give us. The big one has given the little one something shiny. Maybe it's for us. And they're just kind of holding their turns to see what you do.
4: It's now Scram's turn. By can I sense motive that?
1: Um. Okay.
4: Like, would it, like I, I'm looking to see if uh, if they would be actually satisfied by what Devoth had handed me.
3: Okay. Do you know what Devoth has handed you? I have no idea. Oh. I haven't. I haven't even handed it to him yet. Oh. I didn't have that many actions. I pulled it out. And I oh, you. Wa- oh,
4: okay. Well, I would still kind of sense motive to see like what would satisfy their. You don't know who these people
1: are. All right, that's true. Some major stranger danger going on right now. Yeah, so I'm just going to kind of wait. Okay. Leon.
2: I I have this pretty cool crossbow. Would anybody like this?
1: What kind of crossbow is it? It's
2: a plus three light crossbow. Maybe I can like diplomacy or something.
1: (laughs) Are you saying it to the group or are you saying it to the gargoyles?
2: I'm saying it to the gargoyles.
1: Yeah, roll diplomacy.
2: 27.
1: The gargoyles kind of like tilt their heads. I look at the crossbow. and say, Ooh, that one has a nice weapon. If he leaves it on
3: the ground, we can inspect it.
2: I like the sense mode of that because I think that they're just trying to get me to not have a weapon.
3: Sure. Trying to get you to disarm yourself.
2: Twenty.
1: Uh, you think it's more of a like like put put the bargaining piece down and step away so you know you don't pull a fast one.
2: Ah. I I nod and I I, I do just that.
1: Okay. One of the gargoyles spends his uh his hell turn, uh, and he flies down, uh, scoops it up and flies back up. Let me see what sort of uh fly speed these guys have. So he was about forty feet in the air and he lands, grabs a crossbow, uh, but you can only ascend at half speed, so he flies up ten feet and he's looking at it and like they're all kinda like chattering, like down to him and he's he's like holding it up it, like he looks pretty impressed. What'd you say it was a plus two like crossbow?
2: Plus th- Plus three. Plus three, wow.
1: All right, uh, they're just kind of, like, chattering amongst themselves. Does anyone speak Terran? Devoth does not.
2: Nope. Okay. Um, do, do I have an action on my turn? Could I cast Comprehend Languages, or...?
1: On your next turn, you could.
2: Okay, then yeah. Okay. can't hear what they're saying right now.
1: Yeah. All right, so, yeah, they're just kind of chattering. You guys can't really understand them. It is Cheryl's turn. Time to blast them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm going to hold my action and not do anything. I'm going to closely monitor the situation. Okay. Devoth, it is your turn.
3: All right. Um, well, I hand the potion of placebo effect to Scram, and I'm going to pull out my wand of mirror image and wait. It's Gargoyle's turn.
1: They finish chattering, and they say, uh, they say hmm, that one is smarter than most. He has given us a very good weapon. We will let them live this time. We look forward to their next visit to see what gifts they bring next time.
2: What what uh is there anything you guys are looking for in particular cuz I could just like pop by a store and swing back later.
1: <laughs> uh like we're going to be
2: here for a long time. We kind of <laughs> own the island. So like you can just we leave like a nice wish list and we we can work something out.
1: They kind of like look at each other like definitely not expecting a Somebody to ask for requests. <laughs> uh, they say uh, he says they own the island. They don't own the island. The cyclopes own the island.
3: Well, the cyclopes aren't going to be around for very much longer. Feel free to check the rest of the fort. You'll see a uh, quite a few bodies left in our wake, and we're not done yet. They say, oh,
1: they have given us the ruins. That is a very good gift indeed. Yes, with that they kind of uh, get back into like a flying formation, and they. Uh, they fly out of the room, out the
3: southeast corridor, the way we haven't explored yet. Yes, <laughs> and as they're as they're leaving, I'm like, "Wait, that's not what I did!" Oh, son of a bitch. Andrew
1: loses a plus three light crossbow, but he gains a hero point.
3: Ooh, Ooh. <laughs>
4: what a trade!
2: I'll take it.
3: <laughs> that's all right. We'll come back. We'll come get it back eventually. <laughs> when or, we have people that are visible or- and not stuck in an alternate dimension, you know.
2: Maybe we keep bringing them the things that they want and then we have gargoyle pets.
3: Just saying. Or gargoyle guards. That's true. So, anybody who wants to can make a knowledge nature check. Ooh, I'm good at these. Six. (laughs) 14.
2: 18.
1: 23. So, Scram and Leon can each ask one question about gargoyles and Cheryl can ask two. Do
2: they make good pets?
1: They make horrible pets allies with gargoyles are tenuous at best even the most stable relationships can uh deteriorate for the most superficial reason so coming back and like trying to appease them could work for a short period of time and maybe they would help you guys out once or twice but you'd it, you'd be gambling like every single day of the alliance
2: so it shouldn't it shouldn't be a goal of ours to actually try to keep these gargoyles, and we should come back and exterminate them
1: probably i mean All if right. if that's if you if you want to try to go against the grain and make some gargoyle allies, go right ahead. but Leon knows it is not considered very uh practical uh scram uh what are their weaknesses? Uh, They don't have any weaknesses, but they do have damage reduction that's bypassed by magic attacks. Uh, Cheryl?
0: Okay. First, do they turn into stone?
1: Yes. uh, They can hold themselves so still. Well, they don't actually turn into stones, but they aesthetically look like statues, and they can hold themselves so still that they appear to be statues. They can freeze in place and take a 20 on their stealth check to hide in plain sight as a stone statue
0: really yeah like they can just
1: they can do that just like at the drop of a hat
0: huh okay so that's good to know and number Mm -hmm. two how physically strong are they like there's seven of these dudes are they um like wimpy like we could come back and just you know pop them off real quick like Uh, how how much of a threat is one gargoyle to like one person you know well, you know that your
1: run of the mill gargoyle is not really considered that much of a nuisance for adventures of your caliber. Uh-huh. Um, I'll I'll just like lay it out a a standard gargoyle is CR four. Okay. How? Yeah. However, uh, these gargoyles, while they kind of acted like Smeagol a little bit, did seem <laughs> to be a bit sharper than your average gargoyle. Like the fact that they were like right, they recognized right. that you guys. Could potentially hurt them, so instead they were like, "Why don't you give us something, and then nobody has to die?" You get the feeling that maybe they're a cut above the average gargoyle, but okay, for them to be like a real danger, even in that number, they would have to be like pretty top tier gargoyles. I see. Uh, So, you think it's probably a safe bet that even six of them, you know, they they wouldn't be like it it wouldn't be like a like a complete party wipe although you are acutely aware of how ill equipped your group is to handle flying creatures that are able to <laughs> right. stay flying and snipe you guys with arrows all day. Right. Yeah, so they they definitely assessed the situation to an extent. They it was it was clear that two of you were blind. It was also pretty clear that neither of you had like any immediate access to range attacks. Like Leon probably had to like go in his backpack and take that crossbow out right so yeah that's what you guys know about gargoyles and specifically these gargoyles hmm. but they're gone now
3: so what do you guys do well like i said we're probably gonna head back to Bekendi since we're uh a little worse for wear at the moment and uh you know blinded and stuck in another dimension mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> the usual um, having one of those days DeMoth just wants to peek his head in these doors off to the oh my god east here real quick, and then we'll head out.
2: If you're walking towards the door, I would say, where are you going? We need to head back now. We're too late.
3: We're DeMoth sticks his head in the room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is not a big room. Uh, dozens of crates fill the small storeroom, the air heavy with the smell of incense. There's really not a whole lot of interesting things in this room. It looks like just an ill-used storeroom. Uh, you do find a few boxes of incense. You can make a uh, knowledge nature check.
3: Again, I'm really good at these.
1: Six.
4: Twenty! Or twenty-two, sorry.
1: Twenty-seven, I win. Cheryl and Scram recognize this as Earth of All Incense. You know that is it is an addictive, mind-altering drug that for uh, a few minutes at a time will render you blind.
3: Well, motherfucker, huh. <laughs> 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 that's tasty.
1: now I doubt it'll ever come up. But just some background uh, info on that. You know, back when they used to use this chamber often, they would keep these incense, uh, all this incense in this room, as like a preparation to use it because you needed to be blind to enter the room. So, um, mm. and you would also see uh, in this rubble-filled chamber in the southwest of the room. Uh on the far end of the tunnel where the rubble is, there's a set of double doors. Okay. But the rubble is very very dense and very tall. Okay.
3: Alright, then yeah. I suppose Leon and myself will guide Scram and Cheryl out of here.
2: I am gonna do a quick cast of restoration on myself first.
3: Okay. okay. Get, rid Get rid of, of your negative levels. Right, right. Alright. So yeah, we'll lead them back the way we came. Um, so you're going to go to G18 and then south to G17. Yep, and then to G14 and out the main entrance there. Okay.
2: Man, I lost a lot of money on this trip. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, really 200 did.
2: gold pieces and plus three weapon.
3: But just think, you made new friends and got a hero point out of it. <laughs>
2: yeah, The real treasures are the friendships we make along the way. <laughs> Isn't a plus
0: three weapon like 18,000 gold? That reminds me, I gotta get a chain for my book. So, one, right. it doesn't get punted off, and two, so if it ever gets misplaced, I'm not, you know, useless.
1: Alright, so you guys, uh, you follow the the rooms southwest, the way you came, and uh, you exit from G14, and you step outside to the sort of patio, and in front of you, like, a little to the north, is that, like, big fountain like a big circular like patio with a triangular fountain inside and from that direction uh you hear a voice and it says please help
3: me uh just keep on walking boys we'll come back (laughs) time to go
1: no wait please help me
3: wait
2: hold on
1: it sounds like it's coming from the g9 area you can't really pin it down from where you're standing
2: I'm gonna go take a look.
3: Scram's
4: just being walked around right now, so
1: yeah.
3: So Scram's either gonna follow Leon, or Leon can just kind of leave him behind and be like, "Say, hold on."
2: I'll 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 offer Scram up to Deva. <laughs> oh, I'll
3: take his, I'll take his leash. <laughs> offer him up,
2: yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna go take a peekaro.
1: Tall alabaster columns, one of which lies toppled and shattered to the west, surround this outdoor monument. Four short stairways climb to the low, circular wall of decorative archways that wraps around the raised dais, where a triangular pool reflects the sky overhead. You So you step up, you, you climb the stairs, and you hear the voice again, much louder. And it sounds like it's coming from within the pool of water. It says, please, help me.
2: How can I help? What do you see? A talking lake. Well, pond. Well, reflecting pool? A talking reflecting pool. <laughs> See if it'll give it you really. swords. You could be king. That's what I'm hoping for here.
1: So at that point, a creature emerges from the pool of water. This being resembles a powerful giant with hairless, blue-green skin, deep blue eyes, flamboyant eyebrows, and pearlescent teeth.
2: Do I know what it is?
1: It seems feminine in nature, and you can give me a knowledge planes check to know what it is. Ooh, it is a merid. A genie or djinn from the plane of water. Oh. You can ask me one question about marriage.
2: What is their temperament like?
1: You know that they're capricious but not inherently malevolent. So yeah, it's it's a large sized aqua colored uh woman. She emerges from the pool, uh, but she's like still like submerged in the water. She says, I won't hurt you. Please come closer.
2: Sense motive? Sure. Nineteen.
1: You feel like she's telling the truth.
2: I'll start walking up.
1: Considering her size and the fact that this pool is like raised up, uh, the rest of the group probably sees this. Well, Devoth does. Well, yeah, so. Devoth sees this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Just an old friend. Hold on. I'm gonna say in Aquin. Do you speak Aquin? what is your what is your usual language? How best can we communicate?
1: She gives you a uh a broad smile and kind of like dips her head and she says indeed and she says in aquan indeed aquan is my native tongue but if you are more comfortable speaking your uh the common tongue of mortals i am perfectly capable i would like to actually drink my potion of placebo okay so scram is like i need to know what's going on over there (laughs) devoth keeps shouting and (laughs) leon is not giving descriptive (laughs) <laughs> information. It's either oh, yeah. an, it's either a, a a swimming pool or an ocean over there and I gotta know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um I'm gonna continue approaching and I'll I'll speak in common if, if she's fine with it. Okay. That way everybody can hear it and I'll have to translate later.
1: She says uh I couldn't believe the possibility that civilized folk had made their way to Sumitha. I'll cut to the chase. I'm trapped in this pool and uh okay how so
2: yeah like to offer a hand out of the pool
1: she gives you like a sad smile she says if only it were so simple well come to think of it it could be that simple the cyclope seers of old have long left this place they are the ones who bound me to this pool with them the traditional means of freeing me also left wow. i do wield the powers to free myself but i cannot use said powers on myself." Another must wish me free. Ah! Oh. And she says, uh, she kind of like cranes her cranes her head to the side, and she she's like looking at the rest of the group. She says, "If one of you were to wish me free, I would be willing to repay you with one wish for each of you, as long as one of those wishes was for my freedom."
4: Can I actually like uh, make a knowledge like? a knowledge check on this at you, this
1: point you took that placebo effect yeah collection? yeah yeah make a knowledge planes check are you like approaching the pool or are you staying back yeah with uh,
4: i'm gonna i'm gonna start uh approaching the pool uh seeing that he's getting a little bit closer i know that i'm not gonna be like the first target here
3: sure uh, i'm not gonna i can't let scram go alone so i'll just drag cheryl behind me and stay with him oh, okay uh
2: i see no reason why i wouldn't wish for your freedom I look back at the group and I see that they're all walking towards me.
1: Twenty eight. <laughs> Twenty eight. Okay, you can ask one question.
2: Ooh,
4: have they been known to stir wishes? So, like,
3: like monkey paw them?
4: Yeah,
1: kind of give a. Yeah, you've you've heard stories of Marid's doing that combined with Leon's knowledge roll. This might seem like probably a side effect of their capricious nature and if you were to scorn one it would probably be like they have no hard feelings about doing so but like if if they liked you they probably wouldn't do it like they, they're not like just inherently dicks so like if, if they didn't like you they'd be like oh you wish for a million bucks well here's a million male deer <laughs> yeah
3: they're not inherently dicks but they have the capacity to be dicks yeah. Okay. They're Devoth. Nah. All
1: right. Anybody else want to knowledge planes? Twenty five. All right. You can also ask one question.
0: How does the wish system work? They decide who gets wishes somehow. Or mages
1: uh-huh. have a number of spell-like abilities. Uh huh. And one of those spell-like abilities is the spell wish. Mm-hmm. Wish is a ninth level spell. You can use wish to emulate any eighth level spell or lower. Okay, And you can also use it to create a desired effect equal to the same power level. So if what you want to have happen isn't specifically covered by a spell, but it could fit within the power range of an 8th level spell or lower, Wish can do it.
0: Wait, so this person can't leave? Do we now have a Wish Slave?
1: Well, she said she will grant you uh, one Wish per person, as long as one of those Wishes and she would have specifically added the first wish right is to free her f- for her freedom and since you asked how her wishes work i will also add that she can yeah. only grant said wish once per year ah there it is gotcha
2: what is your name
1: she says my name is valia
2: valia i wish for your freedom from this poorly prison
1: there's a blinding yes oh source. no not
0: again <laughs> ah, not again <laughs>
1: There's a blinding yet very soft blue light, and when the when the light dims uh you can see her uh climbing out of the pool, and she's standing like twelve feet tall next to
2: uh, I, Leon. i wave hi
1: she bows her head at you uh she seems extremely happy she says she says, I honor you for your for your humbleness and your resolve In my experience Many civilized folk would have tried to take advantage of their position, leverage more out of the deal. I am very pleased that you acted honorably. I will be true to my word, and I will return here in exactly one year. She looks around at the rest of you. I will grant whomever of you wants nextie's one wish.
2: Before you go, I do have a question. Sure. I know you've been stuck in this pool, but i have you heard of the Eye of Serenity, and would you happen to know why that room is filled with spirits? And they're all around me right now. They're following me.
1: She she looks around you, uh, and it's clear just from watching her eyes that she can't see the specters. She says, well... I,
2: I'll, even, I'll even bring that up. I'll be like, you can't see them, can you?
1: She says, no, I uh, regret to say that I can't. I do know of the Eye of Serenity. The Cyclope Seers often used it for their own purposes occasionally inviting other races to Sumitha to use it, usually in exchange for don- uh very costly donations. I wouldn't know why it has attracted spirits.
2: Well, thank you. I I realize it was a shot in the dark anyway, and I'm honestly just happy that I can help for you.
1: Of course.
4: Can you uh take away blindness you, like
3: I mean she in a year. <laughs> no, I mean, like... <laughs> uh, maybe she has a spell or something that's, like... Like something that's not wish, but something she can just go, like, yeah, you're fine.
1: <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, I do not. If I had the ability, I would have gladly helped you further. So, uh, with that, she waves her her arms in, like a, like, a twirly, ribbony pattern. And her material body sort of, like, starts to shift. And it looks like she is uh, kind of, like dematerializing she says i will see you all in one year assuming you are back here in a year assuming you assuming all, we live that long assuming you all survive the rest of this godforsaken island
2: <laughs> ain't it the truth sister
1: she gives you one last uh head nod and she vanishes so she cast a uh, uh,
3: plane shift so what do you guys do uh continue with our original plane and head back to Mackenzie.
2: oh hey that turned out pretty good huh guys
3: yeah, I say. We'll see what happens. If you're the patient type anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens next year, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, so let's go to the island map. And what route do you guys take back to the fort? Same route that you have usually been taking?
2: Or we could try to go south towards the fort.
1: Yes, you could also do that.
2: South is the quickest and also not explored.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. So...
2: Maybe we should rest and then go
3: south. It is probably getting pretty close to nighttime, so it's a matter of do we want to walk like through the night to get back somewhere, or do we want to just try and cut south? It's going to be dark either way, so we might as well take the direct route, huh?
2: That works for me.
3: So yeah, we'll just try heading straight south, I guess following the road. So you guys
1: head south, and so you get to about this point right here where the path ends, and you can also see that's like the edge of the plateau. And huge stone steps rise along this 500-foot-high plateau, each one carved to accommodate giant-sized strides. It's a long way down, and it looks like it's going to be an arduous one, and two of you are blind, because placebo effect lasts for four minutes. Good use, Scream. So, uh, if you guys are planning to go down... Why don't you all give me climb checks? Actually, I was going to say, I just want climb checks from Scram and Cheryl.
0: Oh,
2: I can probably just cast Levitate on everybody and we can just float down. Yeah. How many people are here?
3: I believe it's just the four of us. Yeah, four people
1: here.
2: That's exactly what I can do.
1: (laughs) So the way I'm picturing this working is like you step off of the step and then Levitate just lets you like float down to the next step. And then you step forward, Levitate lets you float down. Can we skip that entire process and just, yes. like... You, you can float I, off the edge. Yeah, just go to the
3: side of the plateau and float down. Oh,
1: <laughs> that's using the old noggin. <laughs> yeah, you do that. Actually,
2: uh, uh, Devoth, if you're if you're feeling uh, beefy enough and you want to carry people, I can do this with less casting.
3: <laughs> that works. I can do that. I know I can carry Scram. <laughs> Cheryl... It's, it's 100
2: pounds per level.
1: <laughs> I'm... <laughs> So Leon's like, you can carry people and less castings. Devoth's like, okay. So Leon jumps into Devoth's arms. <laughs> <laughs> Scram and Cheryl are on their own. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it's <laughs> very tempting. <laughs> no,
3: honestly, like Devoth can carry Scram and Cheryl can carry Leon.
4: Scram's got that tired boy kind of look like he's hunched over <laughs> Devoth's I mean,
3: shoulder. heroine boy. I'm just, I'm just Fireman carrying Scram. No, no,
1: no! So, I imagine like who who is constantly <laughs> saying how not tired he is. <laughs> not tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys get down
2: the so, steps. Uh, we had a big. But day it is before. a haunted spell, so specifically spirits Ooh. come and pick you up and carry you. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> we them so like spirits. you're embraced with these spectral arms that are floating you down.
3: Okay, that's really cool. A little freaked out, but okay.
2: Don't worry, they're friendly, I
3: say, as we're like, as I
2: jump up in Cheryl's lap.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I just see Leon like running up to Cheryl. Cheryl, catch me. Cheryl has. Yeah, I do that. I I do exactly that. It doesn't go well for him.
2: (laughs) Basically, I climb on his back and I'm directing him. Nice. (laughs) Pilot him like an (laughs) ATST. Nice.
1: Okay, so uh, that whole thing otherwise goes without a hitch. I imagine you guys are gonna be taking a mostly straight route from the bottom of the steps to the fort. Yeah. Uh, so give me a perception check. Anybody who can see.
0: <laughs> oh, anyone who can see. Wow. Um. Apparently, this doesn't
1: include Leon. Got a zero. <laughs> I'm way too. I'm
2: having way too much fun. Yeah, I got a zero. I got, and it's not a red zero.
3: <laughs> Good lord. Uh, Devok got a twenty-one. Okay, you guys are taking a pretty much
1: straight route from this point to this point where the fort is. But along the way, Devoth would notice that at about this point, so kind of like a little to the west of the route you're taking, but it's about a half mile away, you see what looks like, um, like a giant animal pen.
2: Because of the island we're on, is it a giant pen, or is it a <laughs> pen for giant animals? Yeah,
1: sorry, that was probably, that was bad wording on my part. Uh, <laughs>
2: it looks like a corral.
1: You can't really see any animals from where you are, but you can see, like, like a giant, like, like giant fence posts kind of, like, running a really long ways. It, it's penning some sort of animals in, like if If this was not fantasy setting, you'd be like, "Oh, there's probably a bunch of cows in there somewhere, mhm, but like it there you can't see be cows there could there could still be cows, but let's be honest, there's probably not, but yeah, like due to the size of a lot of these corrals, like it's not like this little pendant area, it's like meant for like herding animals who would have like probably a full mile to walk around and so you can't see like the whole thing,
3: less of a corral, more of a nature preserve, sure. All right, well, we'll that. keep that in mind and keep going to the fort. All right, you get back to the fort right around sunset. Oh, that's a bad idea. We're going to go camp out at the beach. Oh, come on.
2: <laughs> mm, that's a very good idea. We mm. should not camp
3: here. Don't be a huge pussy.
2: <laughs> Let's yeah. go to the beach.
3: All right. We'll, so go, can... we'll go pay our respects to Tuk Tuk in the hood.
2: With a nice long nap.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just Ooh, did like I... Tuk Tuk would have wanted. Oh, did I mention how rainy it was, though? Yeah, we'll live.
1: All right, so you guys camp out. And I will uh, remind you that the specters are still right there. Like, as you're, like, setting up your your campfire and you're setting up your tents, like, they're just standing there staring at you.
2: I want to do a quick experiment. So, I assume Devoth has the Dreamstone, right? Yes. I'm going to start walking away from Devoth. I just want to see if they will physically still follow me or if they follow me with their gaze but stay near the stone.
1: Their gaze follows you. And looking at, like, the whole of them as they're spread around... Devoth seems to be like the focal point.
2: I'm going to make my way back and go over to Devoth. of uh, Devoth.
3: Yeah. what is it
2: Uh remember those specters things that I told you I was seeing all over? Yeah. I just wanted you to know that they're still here. It seems like they're following the dreamstone. They're connected to it somehow and I can't figure out how.
3: That makes sense. Uh how many of them are there?
1: You've had a while to kind of observe these spirits. Uh They've never really hung around like this before, so it's probably been, like, a constant distraction for you. So so I don't think it's a stretch to assume that you've
3: counted them all by now and there's a hundred.
2: I say there is exactly one hundred. Yeah,
3: well then, uh, I think maybe we just figured out who they are. Yeah? Uh, Pikendi was telling us in order to imbue this stone with the, you know, to make it whatever it was into the Dreamstone, he had to... Sacrifice a hundred people, and I am assuming this is them. That's I, real fucked up. I motion around us to the things that I can't see.
2: That's super fucked up.
3: Yeah. You're gonna bring this back to him? If it gets him the fuck off my island, yes.
2: <laughs> uh, Ooh. ah, Uh. Devoth, <laughs> yeah. I really think that we should destroy this. We, we are bringing the item that a man sacrificed a hundred people to to him. I don't think this is going to end well. I think we need to destroy it.
3: You very well might be right, but uh I don't know. We'll uh we'll see what happens in the morning. I am prepared to destroy this if necessary, but
2: I think it'll be too late, or at least I worry that it'll be too late, but I can't make you. I'm gonna go set up my camp.
1: Uh alright, so you guys uh camp out for the night unless anyone had any more uh role playing they wanted to do.
3: Nope, I'm good. Are they still blind in the morning when we wake up?
1: Yes, uh it's probably safe to assume at this point that your blindness is permanent unless some magical uh fix is applied.
4: maybe Sandera has some of uh some of that blinding powder no has uh something it that we out could
3: smoke for this I mean Leon has spells again today, mm-hmm. but I don't think he has anything that cures blind i don't
2: I don't have a spell that cures permanent blindness cast by these things Wait. Oh, just oh. Yeah, I have. I have no spell to help with the blindness. We should probably find somebody.
1: Ugh, all right. Well, you do know Sandera is a cleric, and you do know that remove blindness is a third level cleric spell. Would we be able to see the yeah the boat from here? Yeah, you can see the masquerade and the internship. Okay, so they're still the both
3: harbor. there. Um, I'm going to send the mechanical parrot to Sandera with a note reading, "Come to the fort, prepare <laughs> remove blindness a couple of times. <laughs> Come to fort." All of us so blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's Love just scrolled like, sideways on the paper. Like, only half the words it's are actually there. And on the parrot's
1: face. <laughs> All right, so it'll take a couple hours for the parrot to get there, Sendera to receive it, prepare her
3: spells, and then get in a boat and get back to you guys. That's fine. it that gives Devoth time to, to think over the whole Dreamstone situation. Like... For the most part, he's just been on board with yeah, hit like here, Bikendi, take this dream stone and get the fuck off my island. But mm-hmm. Leon's been putting some now doubts he, in his head. I've got a moral compass in your group. Yeah, what the fuck? Reeling. Hey, oh, compasses. I mean, am I
4: even able to prepare spells? Well, can you, can gotta, spell you gotta read. read. Oh, <laughs> son, that's a, that's that's a really good point, Scram, and that sucks. There's yeah. no blind wizards in this world. And uh, the same
3: thing goes for Cheryl, too. He can't prepare spells either. Yeah, if you
1: guys want a braille, like, make braille versions of your spell books and then also learn braille, you could prepare your spells while blind. while blind. So two hours go by, and Sandera arrives. She's got a couple crewmen uh, rowing her to shore. She hops off the longboat. She says, uh, good morning, Devoth and company.
3: Hey, Sandera. Who is it?
1: She says, oh, uh, sorry, uh, hello, Cheryl, it's me, Sandara. Hello, Sandara. I hear you're having some difficulty seeing. I have just the thing for you. Oh. Stand right there. I also stand right there. I stand. I stand still as a gargoyle. Where'd you go? (laughs) <laughs> uh So she casts remove blindness slash deafness, but specifically blindness on Cheryl and Scram.
0: Yes. Oh, thank Phirasma. Oh, and you, and you, good job. <laughs> oh, Phirasma, thank you. And, and thank be-
1: Besmera too. too. Yes, yes, Besmera. <laughs> and
0: Besmera too.
1: So sendera kind of like puts her hands on her hip. She says, "So uh, the internship did a did a, a little." Uh, Mapping out of the island yesterday. Oh yeah? We did we did a slow, steady lap around the coast. We found some things. If you'd like to uh get a report on it.
3: Yeah, report the way.
1: She like hands you a like a dossier with some information.
3: I immediately hand it to Scram. <laughs> Read this and tell me what's in it. You can see again.
1: Alright. So on the west side of the island. In, like, the central part of the plateau, actually, yes, thank you, like, where that path ends, there's a tall stone tower on the cliffs, uh, and several cyclopes were stationed at the tower, and they actually assaulted the internship with boulders. The ship took some moderate damage before getting out of range.
3: All right, well, we'll have to go and kick them out of there pretty soon. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And then over here, on the northeast corner, uh, a massive mangrove swamp surrounds the bay on the eastern side of the island. Just a a callback, the city of Blood Cove is actually built on top of a gigantic mangrove tree, like on the roots. And then within that uh, bay, and you guys already saw this, but uh, huge stone pylons and a smashed wooden dock lie at the middle of the bay on the eastern side of the island. A mile-wide kelp field sits just offshore in the smaller south-facing bay. It could be a great source of food and actually appears to have been purposefully harvested. And finally... Right here. A sunken ship rests just off the southeast coast of the island. That's everything we got yesterday. Uh was thinking of starting a, a land-bound scouting party today.
3: Alright, what were you thinking?
1: Well, probably uh, search this peninsula to start, then probably head farther inland to the north from there. When we've thoroughly searched the, the plateau, we'll work our way down to the uh, the eastern peninsula.
3: Mm. I'd suggest do this uh, do this peninsula first, and then go to the east.
1: Whatever you say, Captain.
3: We'll take care of the northern peninsula for a bit. All
1: right. All right, so what do you guys do now?
3: To the fort. Uh, to the fort?
1: Sure. Oh, uh, I still need to prepare my spells. All right, so you guys hang out for oh, another yeah. hour, so Scram and uh, <laughs> Cheryl can prepare their spells. All right, so an hour passes, and you guys head into the fort. All right, so... Uh, You enter the room, coming from whichever direction you want, whether you go into the circular tower first, uh, or you head into the central building and go into the basement from there. You enter that room, and uh, Bikendi materializes. He says, who dares disturb the resting place of Bikendi Otongu?
3: Oh, it's just us, you blowhard.
1: Who goes there? Devoth who?
3: (laughs) 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 Name yourselves. Cheryl. Ah. It's the new owner of the island, you jackass. Ah,
1: fantastic news. I have a quest for you.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know all about it. Uh, I've got the question for you. Go on. Have you ever heard of someone getting, I don't know, like sucked into the Dreamstone? The Dreamstone? You know of the Dreamstone? Yes, stone? yes, yes. Skip ahead. Devon's <laughs> <laughs> just pressing A
1: the entire Skip, skip, <laughs> skip, skip, skip. <laughs> he, like, stops and he, like, closes his eyes for a moment and he says. You have it, don't you? I feel the dreamstone's pull.
2: I smash my hand into my forehead as hard as I can with a seven-string. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you take one d4 minus two. Non-lethal. Perfect. <laughs> you might actually gain health. <laughs> and he says, oh, "This is wonderful. Now you can help me complete my ritual." Maybe not
3: before you answer my question. Ah, uh, what was your question? What happens when someone gets sucked into the dreamstone? The Dreamstone gains power, of course. How do I get him out? Get him
1: out? Why would you want to get him out?
3: Because he is my friend.
1: But the Dreamstone would lose power. If he has been absorbed by the Dreamstone, so must he stay. All the better to complete my ritual.
3: Okay, let me make this simple for you. Either tell me how to get him out, or I'm going to smash the Dreamstone and you're not going anywhere. He says, no, it is you who is going
1: nowhere. And Devoth make a will save. I know it's going to be a 38. I'm going to hero point it too. Ooh. Oh, so a a 46?
3: Ah, 23.
1: Good hero point. (laughs) 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 So he attempts to possess Devoth, who, thanks to his hero point, fights off uh, the effect. And he says, Enough of this. You will help me complete my ritual, or you will become part of the Dreamstone's essence. Everyone roll initiative next week.
3: Ah.
0: Uh, nice. nice. That wasn't real. Wow, right. a real
1: genuine cry of, <laughs> I hate this guy. of panic. There, I, I really tried. you see
3: it. <laughs> I'm not sure Joe's still here. He has not said a word like this whole time. Maybe he's napping. Oh, shit. I've been on mute this whole time. I've been like laughing and like. I haven't really said anything, but
0: like. You chuckle fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thoroughly enjoying it. I just.